Thank you for tuning in to the Movement Podcast. We hope this message gives you a new perspective and inspires you to move towards God's purpose. For more information about the Movement Church, visit themovementchurch.co. And here is today's message. Hi, everybody in the Movement Church. I wish I can be there with you in person, but I know we cannot because of the coronavirus situation. But thank God for technology. And with the help of technology, I can still bring my message across to you today. And you know what? I know that your church will thrive in this season under the great leadership of Pastor Roy and Pastor Jessica. And uh, in fact, it was a little while back that uh, Pastor Roy and Pastor Jessica, they were with us in our church, immersing in uh, all the behind the scenes meetings, immersing themselves in everything that is Heart of God Church. And it was fun. But you know, one thing stood out to us, and that is that your pastors really love you because all they could think about was how to make church better for you. So I know that you know that you have great leaders who are leading you in these unusual, extraordinary times. And I know that it's also not a coincidence that when you switch your name and change your name and God immediately propelled you into a very unusual season. Well, I know that God's hand is on this and uh, you've got to stay in the plan of God. God has a plan for you in these extraordinary times. Amen. And so these extraordinary times means that there are extraordinary things that can happen. And I want to encourage all of you, you know what, the virus cannot spread, but the love of Jesus, the good news of Jesus must continue to be contagious. And especially in this season where everybody around us, they need Jesus even more. So extraordinary times means that we can have extraordinary encounters with God. So I pray that my message will really make a difference in your life. And I know that you will really, really be blessed. So stay grounded in the Word of God, stay strong in Jesus, and be blessed. Hey, how is everyone? You know, it's so good to be able to connect with you online. And I know that uh, this is a very, very different Easter season. Uh, usually there'll be crowds of people flocking to the churches, but now the crowds are missing because the world is on a lockdown in a war against the coronavirus. But the good thing is, I know that you are still at home watching online services very faithfully and praying together. So that is really, really good. Um, I want to speak to some of you out there. You are the young people. And I know that you are kind of having a little bit of withdrawal symptoms because you're thinking to yourself, I have not met my large group of friends to hang out for a long time. And you're actually having a little bit of an argument uh, with yourself in your head. And you're going, ah, oh, you know, I, 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 I need to meet my friends. I won't get sick. I will never get sick. In fact, I will never get sick because I'm so unpopular. Even the germs don't like me. Well, if that's what you're thinking, first and foremost, that's good. Uh, let's pray and hope that the germs and the viruses continue to not like you. That's a good thing. But I just want to say to you, all the young people, we love you and I like you. I actually like you. And uh, there's another group of people out there. I know that you, let me guess, I think you are probably in your pajamas. Uh, 
Well, that's really cool. You're watching this in your pajamas. I want to thank you for trusting me enough to wear your pajamas and watch this service. So, and then of course, there's another group of people there. You are the multitaskers. You are brilliant, brilliant people. You see, while your eyes is on your laptop catching this service on your screen, your hand is holding the handphone, texting away, and in the other hand, you have a cup of boba tea. So I know that you're brilliant people, but even brilliant people need to focus, right? So I need you to really focus today because this message is really, really going to bless you. Now, for the rest of you, you're watching with your family or a couple of friends with you. Uh, I just want to say hello to all the new friends. Now, the buzz of the Easter season may not be around, but you know what? Easter still holds a very deep meaning for all of us. So the setting may be different, but you know, Christianity is still the same. Christianity is about relationship, it is not religion. And Jesus has not come to give you more rules, more regulations, more rituals, more religion, more restrictions. Jesus wants a relationship with you. And so today I have a great message for you even as you're gathered at home to watch this. The title of my message is, A House is Not a Home. And today I want to talk about the difference between a house and a home. Now when I'm talking about a house, I'm usually thinking of where, because we usually ask, where is your house? So a house is a locality, is a place. A house is where, but that is for house. Now for a home, when I'm talking about a home, I'm thinking of who. A home is a who, because we usually ask people who is at home. So a house is just a building. But a home is different. It is who? It is about people, it's about relationships, it's about family. So a home has warmth and love. So home is not where, but who? So sometimes people ask you, they ask, where is your house? And they ask, where is your home? Now to those two questions, we usually will answer something like this. We say, well, my house is in New York, it's a place in New York, but my home really is in Singapore because the home is where uh, I have my family with me and the home is where my friends are and home is where I grew up. And in fact, home is where I retire to and die at the end of my life. So we all know right now that home is family, it's relationships, it's about people, it's about friends. And so right now you are at home and you're watching the service. You know what? You are not in the house. You are actually in the home watching the service because you have your family with you, because you have a couple of friends with you. And so you got to understand the first thing today is this, house is where, but home is who. And now in the same way, church is a home. Church is not where, but who as well. So we ask people, where is church? And uh, we, we will say, oh, our church is Heart of God Church, is at Paya Lebar, uh, a place in Singapore. But some of you out there, you could be saying, oh, my church is in a city in Australia. Some of you saying, oh, my church is in a locality in South America. So where is church? When you ask the question, you're referring to a place. It is a place. But the more important question really is who are in church? And usually we'll say, oh, church, church has my friends in it. Church has my family in it. Now you must understand the who is always more important than the where. 
And that is why even with the coronavirus bringing the world into a lockdown, our church still can go on because we cannot be in a building. We may not be able to be in a place, but that's all right because church is always about the who. You can still catch church in your home because you have the who with you, your family, a couple of friends, that's church. When they are with you, that's church. So wherever you are right now, this weekend, you are catching this service with your family and friends, you are with the who and you are the who. Church is not where. More importantly, church is who. Now, the most powerful thing about a church is the big who. It is the person of Jesus Christ. It is the presence of God. In Matthew 18, 20, Jesus said this. He says, where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. Isn't that a powerful verse? Jesus' presence, His presence is with us when we gather even as a small group of two and three in our family or with a couple of friends. See, for us, the place is not that important. The person of Jesus is more important. The presence of God is more important. Again, it is not the where, but it is the who. And so that's why we're still so excited to do church because church is at home. And guess who is there at home with us? The presence of God, the person of Jesus, the presence of God is still with us while we are at home watching a service like this. You know what? That is a powerful, tremendously powerful assurance for all of us because this has become a new reality for many churches. Uh, people are starting to acknowledge that we are going to meet in homes because recently in Singapore, we, uh, the newspaper, The Straits Times, they published an article about churches meeting in homes. And they featured our church, Heart of God Church, because we had been decentralizing in homes for a while now. And, and that is the power of homes. You know what? We may not have large gatherings in places of worship right now, and, but few of us, a few of us can still come together in our homes because it is always not about the where, it is about the who. Amen. So when you have your family and your friends, we can still do church at home. Now, we have a saying in our church, we always say this, we say, church is where friends become family and family become friends. And so, you know, for a church like ours, we have many youths that have grown up, who have grown up in this place over the last two decades, and right now they are young adults. And, and you know, this group of young people, they literally grew up together in church, have seen each other for a long time, and they have a very close, warm history together. So we say that they were friends, but now they have become family. And now for some of us, sometimes for you, you, you may have family, but you know, sometimes our family are not our friends. We, we are closer to our friends than our family. And that is what was happening with some of our church people, right? But you know what they did? They brought their siblings, they brought their parents to church, and then their family used to be really always fighting and there were a lot of problems at home. But right now with Jesus in their lives, in their family, their relationships have healed and they have reconciled with each other. Right now, these family members, they have common interests, common vision, common purpose in church. And so we say that now their family has become friends. So church is where friends become family and family become friends. So, you know, your own home is not just a house located at a place. It is about the who, not the where. And in the same way, you have also understood that church is about the relationships. The who is more important than the where. Well, 
heaven is the same. Heaven is also about who and not where. People love to ask this question all the time. They ask, where is heaven? Um, is heaven in the sky? Is heaven in an outer space somewhere? Or is heaven in a totally different dimension? Well, you have learned today, right? You've been taught that you always ask who is at home. It is always about people, family, relationships. And then you have also learned to ask who is in charge because again, it is always about the who and not the where. It's about the relationships, the people and the friends. It is the same for heaven as well. Heaven is not about the where. The right question to ask about heaven is who is in heaven because heaven is also about relationships. And if you would take a look with me in this interesting verses in the Bible, in John 14, verse two and three, Jesus says this, he says, there is more than enough room in my father's home. And if this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And when everything is ready, I will come and get you. And so that you will always be with me where I am. These are the words of Jesus. What is he saying? Well, Jesus says that there is a lot of room in his father's home. Heaven is his father's home. Heaven is the home of God. It is God's home. It is about being with Jesus. So that is why we want to go to heaven because in heaven, we will be with God. We will be with Jesus. And some of you are wondering, well, who is this Jesus? Who is this God? Jesus is a compassionate God. He is kind and He is loving. And that is your God and my God. And that is why we want to be with Him in heaven because He's kind, He's loving, He's compassionate. We want to be with God in His home in heaven. You see, men will probably never be able to figure out where heaven really is, but it really doesn't matter. What matters is that we understand that heaven is about who? Heaven is about being with God. Why do we want to go to heaven? Well, it is because where God is, I want to be there because it is always about the who and not where. So now who else is in heaven? For me, my, my parents are in heaven. My, my late parents, they, they were Christians and they were Jesus followers. And so they had passed away many years ago and right now they're in heaven. So I want to see them in heaven. In fact, three older brothers of mine, they were Jesus followers as well. And right now they are also in heaven together with my parents. So I really want to go to heaven at the end of my life because I want to see my family members again. And so, you know what? All of you that are tuning in right now, you have noticed that, you know, all your family and friends, you know, they're always asking you, you know, come to church. They're always asking you, invite Jesus into your life. Well, that's because all your family and friends, they have a relationship with Jesus. They will have an eternal home with Jesus at the end of their lives. And you know what? That's why they keep asking you to come to church, to invite Jesus into your lives because they want you to be with them. Heaven is about who, not where. And heaven is not heaven without you. They want you with them in heaven. And that is how much your family and your friends love you. And so we know heaven is not about where, but heaven is about who. So friends, who can enter into heaven? Remember, heaven is home. Heaven is God's home. And so 
as the same for similarly in your case and my case for our homes, we only invite those who have a relationship with us, who know us into our homes. We will never invite strangers in. So in the same manner, if you want to enter into heaven, which is God's home, you need to know God. You need to have a relationship with God. Remember this, I keep saying it, Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with Jesus. And so today, will you invite Jesus into your life? Today, now is the opportunity for you to say, Jesus, I want a relationship with you. I know it's not a religion. Jesus, I want to invite you into my life and I want you to lead me in my life. Now today, before we wrap up this service, I want to talk to two groups of people out there. You come from broken homes. And I know a lot of young people who come from homes that are so broken. You see, you may live in the biggest, nicest house, but you don't have a home. What, what is the difference between a broken house and a broken home? A broken house is easy to repair, but who can fix a broken home? Well, today I'm here to tell you that Jesus can fix your broken home. And all you have to do is allow him to come into your life and fix your broken heart first. And then from there, as he brings forgiveness into your heart and you are healed on the inside, then you can bring love and, and forgiveness right there into your failed relationships. And so today, if you are there, I wanna challenge you Fix your broken home by allowing Jesus to first fix your broken heart. I just want to address the last group of people out there. You know, as I was talking about home, when I mentioned the word home, there was a longing in your heart because you have not been home for some time. And, you know, I have observed something very unique about this coronavirus pandemic. I have noticed that, you know, there are many overseas students, they are all scrambling to get home. They all want to run home. And why is that so? Well, that is because home is where you are safe. Home is where people will protect you and love you and help you. And so everybody is scrambling to get home. And, and, you know, it's the same for tourists. You know, people, tourists who are overseas, they could be in Venice, they could be in Paris, and they could be in a, a place that look almost like paradise. But the moment trouble hits, the thing that they want to do most is that they always want to run home. They always want to fly home. And so friends, you, you could be in a situation, you could be a spiritual tourist where you have been distracted spiritually in the world. Perhaps you've gone out there to experiment, to explore, and you have you know, just enjoyed the pleasures and the pressures of life. And now you are a little weary, you are a little broken, you are a little wounded and hurt. But remember this, Jesus is your home. Church is your home. And so the question you need to ask yourself is, when I am in trouble emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, do I have a home to run to? You know, when you are distressed in this crisis, in this pandemic, you know, I know there are a lot of anxieties regarding in business and jobs, come home to Jesus. And if you are discouraged and, and, and demoralized, come home to Jesus. If you're bitter, offended, come home to Jesus. And if you've committed something that is sinful and you're ashamed of and you, that's, not, that's not moral, well, you gotta come home to Jesus. You gotta come home to your church. And today, if that is you, you know what? If you have the desire in your heart to come home to church, come home to Jesus, what I want you to do is to call the friends who have invited you to watch this online service, call them, text them and tell them, 
I want to come home to Jesus. I want to come home to church. The last thing I want to say is this, for those of you who have made a decision for Jesus today, well, that's the best decision you've ever made in your life. Remember this, heaven is your eternal home, but your church family, they are your spiritual home. So you need to stay in connection with the relationships in your church. Stay connected to the people who are around you, who are godly Christian friends. Stay connected in a church. That's all I have to say to you. You know, for the next two or three months, I know we may not be able to meet in our buildings, in our places of worship, but guess what? We all learned today, right? You learned today that church is not about where, but it is about who. So stay connected to your church friends, stay connected to the people. And so live well and be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to our next podcast. If you are blessed, we'd love to hear from you. So connect with us through our social media. Be blessed.